0: Welcome to another mini-update episode of the Spoon Mob podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Chef Eric DeAngelis, who you may remember was previously on the podcast, along with Miles Cherry. They both came on at the same time uh, when they were both working at 1922 on the Square there in Newark. Uh, Miles is still there running the kitchen, but uh, Eric has moved on. He's now over at Ray Ray's, working at their Granville location, which replaced the Meat and Three. It's another Ray Ray's hog pit location like thursday through sunday but friday nights they do ray ray supper club which is a ticketed event that they pair with somebody who's doing you know wine or spirits beer they've had some brewing, they've done stuff with watershed, a signal for their cider. They've done stuff with a few different chefs too, as well. And some wine dinners and everything. They kind of do like a seven, eight course kind of tasting menu. And it's all based around pairings with whoever kind of the featured guest or businesses that week. So uh, he's been doing a lot of stuff with them there. So wanted to have him back on the podcast since they've been doing the supper club since kind of the fall, summer fall of last year when they changed over the concept from the meat and three, which was delicious. I think functionality with service and staffing and all that stuff was kind of the issue. So they kind of switched up the concept, pretty cool concept. We always love tasty menu restaurants and Columbus could for sure use more tasty menu locations. Uh, there's just not enough of them. It's a format that I think works really well for just not just the business, but also, you know, the diner and the guest too as well. So I'm looking forward to more of those kind of being rolled out throughout the city. But Ray Rays has one of the few right now. They do events on Fridays. They have up through the end of May, I believe, posted on their website. So you can get tickets for anything. A regular ticket, I think, gets you to kind of the elongated kind of communal table. And then they have a chef's counter option too as well. All that stuff's included. But you can check out their website. But that's why we want to have Eric back on. You know, he's doing something new and different. So I um, wanted to have him come back on and chat about his experience so far. Not that They've been doing it for a few months. You could follow him on Instagram. It's at it's just Eric, and that's Eric with an A, so A R I C, all one word. Also follow Ray Ray Supper Club. It's at Ray Ray Supper Club, and then also at Ray Ray's Granville. and they have Ray Ray's Hog Pit for all the other Hog Pit locations, with you know Land Grant, Noctera, Ace of Cups, the Max Town location, kind of up in the Polaris area, Westerville area, and then their newest uh, location too as well, Flint Station, and I. I believe, like we kind of talked about, you know, they teased it before. I believe at some point they're going to open the Johnstown location too, as well. It sounds like you can follow those accounts for all that information too, as well. You can follow us on Instagram at Spoonmob. Check out our website, spoonmob.com. And then also follow, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on all the platforms, the website. We have different food photos and bio updates for everybody that's been on the podcast and everybody that returns to as well. You can write in questions, comments, feedback, either through the contact portal or email us directly spoonmob at yahoo.com. But without any further delay, here is the mini update and my conversation with Chef Eric DeAngelis over at Ray Ray's Supper Club in Granville, Ohio. So since you were last on this podcast, you were on with Miles from 1922 on the square. You were working there. Since then, you have moved over to Ray Ray's working at the supper club and I think also working at one of their food trucks or at least helping out with some of the prep and stuff. So what kind of led to that decision kind of moving over there? How'd that opportunity happen?
1: I was at Ray Ray's getting food with my girlfriend. Uh, We were sitting in the parking lot and she was talking about how much she liked the jerk chicken. And I was like, you want me to try and get a job here? so I can get the recipe for the jerk chicken for you? And she said, yeah. And I went up to the window and uh, there was a guy working at the, one of the pickup windows at the location in Granville. He told me that they didn't have like prep cook hours, but they were about to open up the supper club and that he would forward my info to, the at the time, the head chef of the supper club and see if we could work something out. The rest is history.
0: Now, you also do some stuff for one of the food trucks, because they have like four food trucks now, but there might be a Johnstown one too, so is it technically
1: five? I think there's now six. They just opened one at Flint Station. Then they also have the the brick and mortar location at Granville, which is where I work. So I sell barbecue there during the week, and then on Fridays, I help with the supper club.
0: And then they got the Westerville stand kind of in that complex there, Noctara and Ace of Cups, and then... Yeah. So six, I guess. And then possibly, I think uh, they teased a while ago, I think about a possible Johnstown one too, as well. So is this kind of your first real experience with cooking barbecue?
1: Yeah. That was also another thing that was attractive to me because that's one of the things I'm not very well versed in. And so when the opportunity came to start working with James, who is a barbecue master, I, my mouth started watering. I figured there's nobody better to try and learn it from, you know? So what's
0: kind of been the biggest difference between, you know, when you're at 1922 on the square, as if anybody's listened to that episode, if you haven't go back, but um, your big thing was pasta, which I'm sure you still love, but you kind of ran the pasta program there. So what's been the biggest difference between
1: 1922
0: versus doing the supper club and, and some of the Ray race prep?
1: I think the main difference is like the um, I don't know that stress level is the right word but uh, I don't do a ton of like technical line cooking anymore you know we're just making barbecue sandwiches which at the end of the day is not the most difficult thing in the world like for our supper club dinners uh everything's pretty well planned out and you know me and James know how to plate up some stuff pretty quickly and pretty nicely so I would say it's like less rushed you know what I'm saying it's more like James is like a like a sensei it's like being in the dojo you know what I mean it's not like I got seven halibuts to cook right now, plus all these risotto and like, it's not like line cooking per se, you know what I mean? For sure. You
0: have a little bit more time. You can kind of think about things a little bit more, be a little bit more, maybe thoughtful or detailed, I guess, kind of in what you're doing now versus before when you're on the line, where if you get behind, you know, you're kind of rushing to catch up and whatnot.
1: Yeah. We're not at the mercy of the customer. There's no substitutions. You know what I mean? We're not splitting plates. None of that.
0: With the Supper Club, there is a chef's counter element. So how do you feel about that? Because that's kind of a divisive issue, I think, for a lot of chefs. There's some chefs that have no problem with it, some chefs that love it, some chefs that secretly hate it, even though they have one. So what's your take on it?
1: I think that it's fun. Uh, I think it's uh, an opportunity for people who may not be familiar with the industry to like sit front row and get to ask us questions. Like, I've written out recipes for people. I mean, I've answered the question of how I started cooking like 75,000 times, but I don't mind doing it. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's uh, definitely way more of an intimate experience because you can actually sit and talk with them and explain like the story of the dish. If it's like an emotional thing or just how you thought of it. Uh, So I'm a fan of it. I'm not always like the most polished button up guy. And I think it's also fun for people to see like the raw version of the people who are creating the stuff that they're enjoying. You know what I mean?
0: What's the weirdest question you've gotten so far from someone at the chef's counter just that kind of threw you off and you're like, I don't know how to answer that.
1: I'll say I don't really like uh, answering the question of where I got all my tattoos from because I got them in prison. (laughs) Like, that's an awkward situation for sure. Be like, oh, yeah,
0: I was actually, I was in the joint. What's it uh, been like working and learning from James Anderson so far?
1: He's one of the most, like, regular people who's a chef that I've ever met in my life. Like, most of us are fucking insane, and he's just, like, a regular dude. The other day, I was talking with the guy who runs his hog program at the farm, and I said that he was like Granville Joe Rogan. He's always so like so measured and so calculated with like any feedback or advice. I could call him any time of the day. He'll pick up for me and answer whatever questions, whether it be personal or professional. I'll say also that it's pretty validating to have like a self-made guy who's a James Beard nominee tell me that my food is good. He'll also tell me when it's not. So that's also another good thing about working for him is that he's like always straight up and down, no frills, no bullshit. You know what I mean?
0: With the Supper Club, they've done a handful of events already. There's, I think, more scheduled all the way, at least through May on the website. But most of the time, it's either pairing events with uh, some company or person that does spirits, beer or wine. So out of those three, which has been the most challenging for you to kind of pair the food
1: with? Really, the only thing that's been kind of easy is pairing food with beer because I like to drink beer a lot. But I'll say that probably pairing with spirits has been the most difficult thing because, like, I can cook with wine and beer, but like, I guess I haven't put a ton of practice into cooking with spirits. And that's a major thing that, like, James has been on top of me about is like doing more of actually tying my dishes in with the collaborations that we're doing. No, because a lot of the time I'm just like, well, I know this, this is going to be fire without a ton of thought into like trying to really mesh it all together and make it like a cohesive dealio. So in general, that's something that I'm working on and pushing towards.
0: Now, when you guys are coming up for dishes for whatever supper club event, like what's the process? Is it doing a tasting of all the different things that you're going to be pairing with first? Or do you guys already have like ideas that you're working on? Like, oh, this would be cool if we did this. Can we kind of fit this or shoehorn this in with this dinner, or do we have to wait till the next one? Like, what's kind of the concept?
1: Really, it goes both ways, and it's really just there's been times I haven't been on any of these trips yet, but uh, they'll go out to whoever we're collaborating with, and then they'll do tastings and kind of right around that. But none of the menus that I've written or dishes I've written have been like really started with the the drink in mind first. So like I'll write the dishes and then figure out something to pair with them. Uh, but again, that's something else that I'm trying to change. Is like really trying to highlight the the collaboration a little bit more.
0: From the photos I've seen of the events, it's not as barbecue forward or heavy as I think people might assume because it's got the Ray Ray's name. It's at a Ray Ray's you know location. You know you can get barbecue there Thursdays through Sundays or whatever. So. Do you guys purposely try and limit how much barbecue influence is incorporated over the course of one of the events? Is that like a conscious decision or does it just kind of work out that way?
1: I think it's a little of both, but I will say with all of our menus, we try and implement a smoke or fire element into all of the dishes just to kind of keep it with the Ray Ray's brand. Barbecue doesn't really make it on the menus a ton because we have like specific barbecue nights that we do do. So I'm definitely not scared to put some brisket on a menu.
0: I was hoping to see your name come up on one of the chef scrap events. Now maybe you're ineligible because you work uh, at Ray Ray's, but Miles has one coming up. He just won last night. Oh, that was last night that happened.
1: Yeah, that's why my voice is a little raspy. We're, we're, dude, we're fucking going crazy. I was anyways
0: because it was him and um, Charlie, and Miles spent time at Three Tigers a number of years there. So. Is there any chance that you'll wind up doing one of them or is it kind of always going to be outside people? And, you know, now Miles, you know, if he won, that means, you know, he might have to kind of defend the title kind of deal. So
1: I have been begging James to let me compete because I'm just naturally competitive and I'm also really confident. And so I'm ready to go at any time. One thing that I'm actually going to try and talk to him about now, because he only wants to do executive chef versus executive chef. So I'm going to propose that we, uh, we opened it up to sous chefs, but they have to go against me just for like my own selfish reasons, because I want to compete fucking bad, dude.
0: With supper clubs, you know, like I mentioned, they're scheduled all the way through May, I think. So is there any particular one that you're looking forward to more than others in the sense that it'll be more challenging for you? It's something that you've never done either pairing wise or something that you
1: have never had
0: or anything like that?
1: Uh, coming up, I just submitted a menu for the watershed collaboration that we're doing. It's kind of a big deal to me because it's my first like whole menu. That's mine. So it'll be a seven course dinner that's paired with, uh, all watershed spirits. But the one I'm really excited for is, uh, May 26th. Uh, I got James to let me do a Chicago style dinner coming up. So it's going to be all kinds of hometown favorites and I'm going to do my best to not cry. Are you going to put a Chicago dog on there? Oh yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to plate it like the most obnoxious, intricate way that I can, because if people are paying that kind of money to come eat a fucking hot dog, it better look dope. You know what I mean?
0: Is there anything that's not scheduled yet that hasn't been announced? You can't find on the website, but that's coming up that you're super excited about or you're hoping will be scheduled. You know, maybe it's in the works, but it's not finalized yet. Like, is there something that like you want to see? become one of the supper club events with someone either, you know, it doesn't even have to be local. Um, just something that you're like, that'd be really cool if we got to do that with X, Y, Z.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, Alejandro, the, the, I think he finished third in hell's kitchen this most recent season. He reached out to our social media. He was wanting to come to a takeover at Ray Ray's. She's been kind of trying to coordinate with him a little bit. Uh, he's super busy cause of all the stuff with the show and like, also like the fame that comes behind that. But I I remember seeing him like throughout the whole season, like Duke and Cook, you know what I mean? Found out that he reached out and was trying to set something up, you know, trying to work within the schedules. I was definitely hyped about that.
0: I mean, it's a cool concept, you know, the supper club, it's, you know, tasting menu. I think they have, you know, the chef's counter, but then you can also do just kind of part of the long communal dining table that they have. They kind of move the tables around from what I can gather. We haven't been to one yet. Uh, It's on our to-do list for a while. Hard for us to just get out uh with a newborn but now that like he's in daycare and sitters and all that stuff has kind of come together we'll be able to get to one soon so we just got to kind of pick which one that we want to show up to but the chicago one probably would be like top of the list you know end of may there so i think you guys usually do them on fridays is kind of when the events are right true yep yeah so that would probably be the one that uh, i think we'll probably try and target because if you don't love a chicago dog like i don't know what's wrong with you it's like the best hot dog you can get so But it's cool to see, you know, you growing um, and being able to do other things and and moving on and bringing in new aspects to kind of your repertoire and excited to see what happens there with the Supper Club and then also, you know, whatever
1: happens down the road too. I enjoyed my time at 1922. All the people there are great. I loved working for Alex, but nothing's permanent. I think there's a line in Fight Club where it says like, even the Mona Lisa's falling apart. Everything's on a timeline. You know what I mean? I put in my time there. When I moved to Ohio, I told them like, hey, man, I'm going to commit to a year. And we'll see what happens there. And it just like fell to you know, me coming to Ray Rays as it did. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for the rest of my time here. I think I'm probably gonna stick around for a little while here. I've done this thing where like I've had multiple jobs and would like jump around a lot early in my career just because like I want to learn everything and I wanna do everything and I wanna try and be the man and then in the last few months, I've just kind of realized like, dude, this is it. This is like my hard work paying off. You know what I mean? Uh, I think I'll be here for for a little while. There are also great people to work for. I love learning from James and there's like that self-made man aspect of Ray Ray's that I'm really attracted to. Like I didn't come from anything either. You know what I'm saying? To, um, to get business tips from a guy who's like, you know, proven to make it work uh, is definitely super valuable for me.
0: And I don't think anybody in the industry or who understands the industry like nobody stays at any restaurant forever unless they own it. You have to kind of jump around and you know travel and and gather as much experience from different people as you can to kind of build out your skill set before you get to a point where it's like, yeah, I want to open my own thing. And then that's a whole different thing with you know fundraising and funding and location and construction and all that shit. So but that's probably uh, a little bit down the road for you uh, if you decide to go that route. And some people, you know, are like, yeah, I don't ever want to be in the ownership role. I just want to run the kitchen, you know, kind of have control over everything too. as Well, we've had those people on the podcast too and it makes perfect sense based on how everything fell out with, you know, the pandemic and and all that stuff too as well. I think the mindset shifted a little bit in the industry, but again, definitely awesome to see you growing. Uh I'm super excited for the upcoming dinners and uh, like I said, we'll be Definitely making it to one of those. Um, I just don't know which one yet. We'll get it scheduled and we'll be seeing you soon.
1: It's not posted quite yet, but we have stuff booked all the way into July. And obviously we're going to be trying to finish out the rest of the year. Look forward to seeing you.
0: Big thanks again to Eric for coming back on the podcast, providing some update on where his career is at now, uh, what he's doing over at Ray Ray's Supper Club and the Ray Ray's Granville location there. So again, you can follow him on Instagram. At it's just Eric, and that's Eric with an A. And then also follow at Ray Ray Supper Club for any updates, news. Uh, they post a bunch of photos too, as well, from previous dinners uh, as they happen. And uh, also follow at Ray Rays Granville for any updates at the Ray Rays kind of hog pit location there. You can also follow the master account at Ray Rays hog pit that kind of covers all the hog pit locations too. But uh, make sure to follow us at Spoon Mob on Instagram. Uh, we're on all the other social medias, but it's mainly we use the Instagram, but the, everything else is either at Spoon Mob or at Spoon Mob 1, just depending on the platform. But make sure to check out the website if you haven't. Uh, Different information up there about all our chefs, links to the episodes, food photos, all that stuff. And then also uh, make sure to follow, subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform that you're using. We're on all of them pretty much. I think the only ones maybe like Pandora or something like that. Uh, We're on everything else. You can find us either use the link in our Instagram bio. We'll get you there. i usually post a link with any new episodes that come out too, as well. So you can click that in our story and it should take you and redirect you. And then also you could, if you want to just pull up whatever platform that you like to use, just search Spoon Mob. You'll see our emblem come up there. It's this kind of microphone spoon hybrid, and then it's got an orange background. It'll come up and then you can click follow, subscribe, and all new episodes will drop in your feed. New episodes drop on Thursdays, and then we do the mini update episodes kind of bi-weekly whenever we have some coming out, and those uh, drop on Tuesdays. Both drop at 1 a.m., um, so as soon as 1 a.m. Eastern time hits, they'll live in the feed, and then uh, you can download or listen to uh, or whatever you want to do. Appreciate everybody listening, and uh, we will have a new episode for you guys on Thursday. So thank you for the continued support. Hope you guys are enjoying the mini update episodes so far. we got a few more on the way, and I always have some new episodes on Thursday. So we'll be talking to you guys in a few days.